Blue Collar Social Club, where white collar meets blue collar, and your average Joes talk about everything from sports to working on cars to bourbon to cigars to craft beers. You name it, we talk about it. This is your host, Rev the Barber, from the world famous Main Street Barbershop, Daytona Beach, Florida. Stay tuned to this week's episode. Welcome back to the Blue Collar Social Club. This is your host, Rev the Barber, from the world-famous Main Street Barbershop, Daytona Beach, Florida. And this is the Bikes, Brews, and Booze Show. And as you can tell, we've already uh, kicked open the bottle of booze and uh, got started. So, uh, how are you guys doing tonight? Wonderful. Doing well. Yeah. Not as good as you. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows I'm a white... Whoa. Lightweight. I think I can say that right <laughs> I already told them that I'm going to re-listen to this tomorrow night when I'm editing it and go, what the fuck did I just do? Did you just tell them I'm white? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's only a couple days past Martin Luther King Day and we're already making white jokes. It's great. What? Too soon, yes. Too, too, too soon? Too okay. Soon. Okay. Today we have a new, uh, new president. Yeah, we have a new president. He got inaugurated this morning. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's a new new year. The world has changed already. Can you feel yeah. it? Yeah, I feel a bit of change. I, I, the wind, the winds bit, of yeah. change. Yeah, it's going from a different direction. I'm sure we'll start filling in our wallets by uh, at least March. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, well, you know. to be told. But nonetheless, we had some. Uh, some pretty new beers and they're blue and green and yeah you, you got know, some interesting the tropics interesting and, uh, colors on these beers yeah, yeah it's a it's definitely a new year and and uh, we re- reinvented beer as is fun so the newest beer we have is actually called mermaid tears and, which is uh me delicious. and jeremy are drinking it right now and it's it delicious. is oh my god it's delicious it is it's um you know, we're, we're turned to a fruit punch manufacturer more than a beer manufacturer. It's like, it's like alcoholic fruit punch. Yeah, it's... Um, it's not a bad thing. I mean, no, yeah, no. it works. <laughs> Welcome to 2020. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's about a 5% alcohol. 2021, what are we at You know, yeah. blueberry slash berry flavored, you know, Berliner Weiss, but with a little bit of salt, so we call it a goes. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's, uh, it's uh, delicious. It's a green sour. It's very green. A little bit salty, a little bit sweet, a little bit sour. It'd be good for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah, it would be. So we'll probably it's, we'll we'll revisit this concoction. It, it seems like a great it's a one off St. Patty's Day drink. Yeah, you know, refreshing too. I mean, maybe I could drink tears. We should call it like uh, Leprechaun Tears. Leprechaun yeah, Leprechaun Tears. Yes. Leprechaun Tears is that the new beer? Yeah, it is, you just it is. bring it back out of. St. Patty's Day. Day. Leprechaun, Leprechaun Tears. Yeah. Tears. And no one will even know it's the same nationwide. stuff. I'll, I'll forget exactly. by the end. Nationwide. nationwide. We're going. A little garnish. We're going global. Leprechaun garnish. Going global. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is that going to be there tomorrow? We have to know. trap the leprechauns <laughs> three weeks before St. Patrick's Day. We have to like, you can do a gold tease coin. With, like, yeah, we'll put like, uh, yeah. Or a four-leaf clover? Yeah, a four-leaf clover. Just do Craigslist ads for leprechauns wanted like... <laughs> trap with like uh, pitfall traps or something or <laughs> so we get we get a bunch of leprechauns regardless saying, we get a bunch of leprechauns we can juice leprechauns I was going to say you were thinking about the mermaids now yeah. think about those poor leprechauns what yeah. you going to do to those leprechauns we're to, get already, these, to get these leprechaun tears I mean, you know, we were already worried about the mermaids and now we're having to worry no, about the leprechauns the leprechauns were actually harmed mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, we didn't what about mermaids, mermaids though? No mermaids. Right. No mermaids were juiced in the process of this beer. You didn't juice anybody's no mermaid others. If we if we could find one, we would have probably. Yeah. I mean, just just for. Well, it got to be authentic. Yeah. So, so we, there's we, a we we looked for months and months and months for mermaids, and we couldn't find any. So, so, so there's a joke. If the IRS can... sees you know our tax receipts for all the gasoline that we actually use going out in the ocean, <laughs> looking for mermaids. Now you know why. Now you know why. Yeah. yeah. It was all done in a good. All that, all that, all that fuel from our boat was for looking for the mermaids that we were going to make into a beer. Oh, the train! The train has come. I jinxed us. You did jinx us. I said, "Oh, we picked a great night not to have a train," and all of a sudden the train shows up. Yeah. We're starting a little later than normal. So no mermaids were actually harmed in the making of the mermaid tears. No, none, none were. You didn't juice them. No, we did. 
No mermaid udders were we used. We used pink, no mermaid, any parts. Any actually. parts, not even, yeah. But yeah, yeah we okay. used pink Himalayan sea salt to, to emulate the tears. But huh. uh, it, It's delicious. It is. It's it very is. good. It's one of our How much sea salt now. would you need to make this much? Uh, like a pound and a half. Oh, yeah, so, how, so you didn't gallons. take too much of the Himalayas. No. You, you left no. most of it there. Yeah, we took a pound away. Pound how do you get half, the green maybe. color? A pound per 60 gallons. We made like 90 gallons. The green? Oh, oh that's from, uh, you know, yellow number four and blue number five. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah, cool. Predominantly. So, so if we wonder cool. why we're all hyperactive and can't sleep tonight, we know yeah. it's the yellow number five and or blue number four. Or if we become four. sterile, you're welcome. It's, uh... <laughs> Thank you. I would. I would. Thank you. This is an American dream. Exactly right. Some of of us need that. I I just need a little help. Drink as much as possible. (laughs) Me and Morrow need all the help we can get. I got four kids. He has three. We're we're well on our way to a basketball team. Yeah, I've got two. I can contribute. Yeah. (laughs) If if Mountain Dew actually caused sterility, you know, it'd probably be a good thing. Yeah, but it doesn't. It clearly does. No, I've drank plenty of Mountain Dew. I I still make babies. (laughs) Yep. I can't help it. <laughs> Way too I'm many. I'm sorry. Still, still slipping. I look at my wife wrong, and she's pregnant. It's like mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. But Dude, we had a mishap like two Saturdays ago, and like luckily she started her period this week because I was so worried. Dude, I was so worried. It was so bad. It was, it was not good. We made it alive. I did. Tangerine mimosa. Oh, they were that. They were so good. That, actually, that is actually I like that one a lot. I do. Yeah. Tangerine mimosa is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. it's the breakfast beer. It's delicious. It's great. Yeah, it's, it's, it could be an all day mimosa beer. cider. We uh, we use sorghum for our malt purposes. We use tangerine juice and we use some apple base. It's it's pretty delicious. It's very good. Yeah, it's a it's a delicious cocktail. About five and a half six percent alcohol. That one's okay, a little too I, easy to drink. There, it's yeah. way too easy to drink. Are you canning this? We are actually going to can it in the next month, month and a half. Good. And we're going to pasteurize it, so it'll be shelf stable. So you can you can. That's Mario's it'll have, question. It'll have a hundred eighty day shelf life. Oh, and it'll be delicious. Anything so. Mario likes. Are you canning this? Canning this. I, I want can I take this home. Can with I take this? Can with I put it in my refrigerator. <laughs> so yeah, it'll, it'll be there soon. Can we put it under our bed? <laughs> you will be able to without it blowing up. Yeah, yeah. that's I mean, good. It's been discussed before. It's yeah. You know, that's, that's the true tale of uh, that's the pasteurization. A real beer, yeah. Tail the tape, huh? You can stick tape. it under your bed and leave it for a year, and it not explode. Will it explode? Will it so that so. is the telltale sign. Well, that's good. But yeah. speaking of shelf stability, we have a new spirit that we actually have. Yes, yeah, so we right? actually that's, we actually talked about this one in the last podcast, I believe, and it was super hot. Yeah, this one, that one just came straight off the still, and it was our maple spirit that was, gosh, it had to be 175 proof, I think, at the time. I defeated two dragons on the way home. Did you? Well, yeah. you know. Somebody's yeah. got to do it. Yeah. You might you as well. Can, all I have is a big lighter, but I had enough like, residual alcohol. <laughs> yeah, and you could barely bowls. put it to your lips. That. Yeah, oh. no, it, it evaporated immediately, but it, you could tell it had a lot of nice flavor. And same thing with this one. I mean, we proofed this one down. It's bottle strength right now. It's 80 proof. And it's pretty darn good. It's, uh, you know, 80 proof. It's drinkable. And uh, it's got a lot of nice, you know, some toasted marshmallow type flavor to it. It's really pretty good. You guys are trying way too hard with this. Now. We are. Scrum I know. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's it's good. It's, it's definitely... Uh, Dragons. Uh, You're not killing as many dragons on the way home this time. No, just gonna tell you. Dragons. It's dangerous. No, it's moon though. sugar. Moon yeah, sugar. it's definitely moon sugar. Yeah, you, so we're you drink um, this? we're making this for a company up in New York. Uh, Saphead Distiller Distillers up in New York, and this is going to be their their uh, their initial product. We're also going to do a maple vodka for them, and we're probably going to do a barrel aged one as well. So we've got a few things in the work with these guys, and um, it's super dangerous. Like you, it's drink really it, easy to drink. Yeah, it really is. It's smooth, and it goes down. I mean, it, it just goes down smoother. Than and the thing is, it's very different as well. It's uh, you haven't had a spirit that tastes like this. And honestly, the cool thing is, is there's I've only found other one, only one other distillery that's actually making spirits from maple. So we're one of maybe only two in the country doing it and it's pretty interesting and, it's, and it really does make an interesting spirit there are what, some fermentation what, issues though let me tell you <laughs> I believe you 
easy to dream stuff to be a yeah that it took us a while to dial that in but uh once we got it dialed in we've got it all right now but gosh the first first one we did took entirely too long it's just a super basic sugar there's no that's the problem there's no nutrients in it nutrients there's no proteins there's no anything for the yeast to eat so so it, it was a it was a little bit of a challenge to uh to come up with the right nutrients for it but it uh I think we've got it dialed in now and we can usually get them knocked out in about for us we're really looking for the six day mark and uh you, what was your biggest additive they had to use uh dap was the first was the first one we did and yeah. actually that's our that's our main additive i mean diammonium phosphate is the is the big one for us that we can we can get it going so we got we, we added the proper amount of that and then we switched up the amount of yeast as well that we put in there and we're able to crank it out, like I said, in about six days now, which is what we kind of shoot for. We could probably do it quicker, but we don't need to at this point. So, but it, I think it turned out good. I like the way I like the way it's turning out. And uh, all we're honestly all we're waiting for now is the cola. Once we've got it, we've got enough product. We've got the bottles. We've got the corks. We're just waiting on the cola from the government, the label approval, and then uh, once the label approval comes in, we'll get the labels printed up, and we'll hit the market with it. So. It's first going to be available in New York and probably here because I'm going to sell it at our shop too. But uh, it'll be mostly available in New York and then uh, here. But this is what we have tonight. Yes. This is pretty much. This is going to. This close, is going to be the first. This is this as is close. The, this is the finish. This is recipe. as close to the finished recipe that anybody's tried so far. Oh, it's, yeah. And it's. Uh, this will be the first product, and this is going to be an unaged, just 100% maple spirit. Was phenomenal. Oh, it, thanks, man. It tasted amazing. amazing. Yeah, it, yeah. Like, it, it was a lot Tastes of work. Delicious. I mean, it's clean. It's sweet. Has it just got a nice like, little sweetness, sweetness to it. Like um, I said, you get some of that. that it doesn't have any, like, you know, you know, like sour taste to it yeah. or any, like, liquor like taste to it. It doesn't have any, you know, aseptic taste to it. Yeah. No, it's, it's just, just right very there. clean, very. I'm interested to get this in front of a uh, a real mixologist to see what we could do with it too. I, I yeah, want to see what hard. kind of drinks. I mean, that's the other thing I was going to ask you, dude. Does anybody have any like cocktails that actually make based on this? No, because honestly, like I said, there's only a, actually I'm not sure if anybody is doing just a, a real maple spirit. There's a couple of I think there, I know of one other distillery that's doing a maple vodka, but I don't know of anybody doing a maple spirit. Because for the ABV, it's like super clean. I yeah, mean, it's not. A lot of times you get like an aseptic flavor yes. from, you know, just straight, you know, honey spirit or maple spirit right. or anything else, but there's no aseptic, you know, flavor to this at all. So, yeah, you know, if you mix it with a uh, tangerine or an orange or something like I that, I think it'll do good with a lot of stuff like that. I think, um, like know, I said, I want to, I want to get it in front of a good, uh, yeah, a, a couple like. of good mixologists and see what they come up with because I think yeah. there's, I think we can even come up with something signature that would be something unique. And I got different. a name for you. Oh, you know. Like, I mean, maybe if it was a honey spirit, but like the bee sting or something like that, you know? Maple, uh. Maple, yeah, I don't no, know. Uh, maybe, uh, we, we'll think about that. Let's, what are let's, they, yeah, what let's are they, what are they, what are they, what's she gonna call it? Moon, Moon Sugar is the, is the brand name on it. Yeah. So keep an eye out for Moon Sugar. Has she tried the final product? Uh, she has. Um, and she really liked it too. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, it's delicious. And she's taken it around for, to a few of her clients and stuff. So I'm pretty excited to see what uh, what's going to come from it. So now will it be a limited edition because maple syrup's only harvested during a certain time of year? Or are you going to get enough? So the good syrup? thing is she's got a pretty good supply of it. But yes, you're right. The good thing is she's got a supplier that has got a lot of it. And um, I think we can make enough, especially initially, to supply us. Good. Now, if, if it really takes off, that might be a bigger issue. But she seems very confident that she has enough supply. Because that is an issue. Cause it is, and that's part of the reason, two reasons that nobody really does this. One, maple syrup is super expensive. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be the most expensive ingredient. That and honey have got to be the two yeah. most expensive ingredients you can use. And the other problem is, is if you do want to use it, the supply of it, you have to have a lot of it. Mm -hmm. um, honey, you can get pretty much all year round. Whereas with this, it is, you're right, it's harvested like once a year. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, there's not a lot of it. And I know I have, like I said, I've got cousins up in, in, New, or in Vermont that make maple syrup and it's not cheap. I mean, retail price is like 50, 60 bucks a gallon. 
and you need a lot of it. I mean, I yeah. was doing close to 600 pounds a uh, a tank, a 300 gallon tank, doing close to 600 pounds. I mean, that's that's a lot of maple syrup. So that's the problem with it. It's an expensive ingredient. But how hard is it to get all your stuff clean after using a maple syrup? It's actually not that bad because I'm Cause not. It seems like it'd be tacky and it would be I all mean, over it, it's everything. It's sticky, but as long as you clean it up real quick, I mean, once yeah. I pump the tank or once I once I hit the mash tun out or get everything pumped out of the mash right. tun, I fill it up with water and scrub. I take a long brush, scrub it down, yeah. hose it all out. It's pretty good. So I, yeah, it's not a big deal. It just seems we, like it'd be harder. Than and sure. we're not really cooking it either. That's the other thing. Like right. we're not we're not going to a super high temperature. I'm just right. getting it warm enough to. Um, Dissolve. To really just dissolve everything, get it all in the solution. Gotcha. I mean, there's no reason for us to cook it. It's already sugar. Right. I mean, the reason you're cooking grains is to get to those fermentable sugars. Yeah, it's a mash conversion. Yeah. So. Me, I'm already at those. The sugar's yeah. already there. Right. So that's the nice thing about, you know, a sugar wash or, you know, like our regular rums or the uh, a honey spirit or a maple spirit. You know, the sugar's already there. Now, with the maple, it's a lot different type of sugar so it's it's not as easy but like i said we were able to work around that we got some yeast that works well with it and we'll see what happens but i'm, I'm excited about it i know she's excited about it and i know she's ready to start selling it because you know how this is it's a lot it always takes a lot longer to actually get that product out to the market than you than you anticipate yeah, the idea is easy the idea is easy and the you think is difficult and you think you've got it all lined up and something always hits you it's it's either yeah. a label approval or some kind of permit or something there's always something that holds you up yeah so you know, that. You know we're, we're we've been working on this for a long time now and i know she's getting anxious and uh it's we're getting close now we're getting real close how's the gin coming along uh we're still working on that too i've got a um uh, that was delicious. Everybody I've had tasted, oh man, everybody, everybody loves that. Yeah, so we've got, um, and that was just a basic base gin. I mean, there was nothing really to that one. So we've got, I've got some more ingredients that actually just came in yesterday, and uh, they're going to come back, and we're going to do some more experiments with it, and we're going to build on that one a little bit. So we're going to, that one was just literally 100% um, juniper. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start adding some coriander and some other ingredients and stuff to it to, uh, to see what we can come up with. I, I think we can do a little better than that. I like I like the way that one turned out, and it is delicious by itself. But uh, I'm interested to see how that one, what we can build on that one with. Yeah. Yeah, a couple days before New Year's. There's a reason why I don't drink all the time. I'm a lightweight. Everybody knows that. But when I drink and get real drunk, my clothes come off. Oh. And due to the gin... I, uh, yeah, no, to, a couple days before New Year's, then, I guess, huh? it was uh, it, was, it was not a good idea. That's be it was. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. It was a. <laughs> for us. No it was. Uh, it was a condo, hot tub, and pool, and yeah, it was just bad. It was real bad. But in a condo, it sounds like it's more of a community. I don't know. Hot tub. Well, it's not a community I was a member of. So, uh, <laughs> so you're good. Yeah, I understand. I got to go home and uh, take my dignity with me. <laughs> there you go. Because I lost all of it. <laughs> Which so, happens a lot when I get drunk. Despite yeah. of all the uh, delicious poke bowl that we had tonight, we oh, had yeah. some really, really, really good steak tips to go on top of it. Yes, we oh, did. Oh, man, yeah. I think they could have been cooked better, but... I'm not yeah, sure about that. Well enough, oh, well enough. Justin, you uh, you definitely Justin, 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 I, didn't, I didn't burn anything. I didn't no, undercook anything. So I think we made it out right. Yeah, but, the marinades uh, on them both were great. One yeah, of them was teriyaki. Do you know what the other one was? Uh, it was original. Uh, some type of original. Yeah, yeah. original something. Yeah, yeah original something. But both of the both the marinades were amazing. That should be a religion, by the way. New Hampshire steak tips. Yeah, yeah. So we'll start bringing them down more often. Then Eric, whenever you come up there, when Go up there. I'll I'll uh, I'll throw some money to get get a pack or two. Cause yeah, no, good. they don't. Yeah, well, we have the meat cuts down here. It's just they're not the same. Yeah, why aren't they that the tender? I don't know. I, don't know I can't figure is. it out. They they well, tenderize them and marinate them. Yeah, and I buy the same cuts and they don't come out the same way. And my uncle buys them down here and they don't come out the same way. He brings them down when he comes down, and they're much better. Yeah, yeah. I don't so, know what they're doing up there in uh, the they, New England they must states, be, but. Yeah, the New England states, and it's like New Hampshire too. I don't, I have family in Connecticut, which is New England 
south kind of. They just constantly are beating those but like, cows. They yeah. do New Hampshire, yeah. I think they just abuse the just cows beat them enough to one after another. Can taste the, the suffering. The tender, yeah. As they walk by, they just yeah, pound they, on they, the on they, the they, they lash them with reeds. I have no idea. Organic reeds, though, so it's fine. Organic reeds, yeah. The organic red reeds. But um, yeah, no, they were delicious. Yeah. But nonetheless, and the uh, the steak tips were delicious. The, the poke bowls, bowls were really good. Yeah, yeah, Eric, uh, Eric, Eric from Stoke Poke, yeah. he's some tuna. Yeah, yeah Stoke Poke is always tuna good. In there. Yeah, those guys don't mess around yeah. over there. And, They're and, always good. And I'm excited for him for opening up his brick and mortar, even though he uh, yeah has decided not to come see me anymore at the barbershop. Well, but you know. it's not his fault. He uh, nonetheless he's so busy. Brought some wines down. Would they're you call these wines? wines? They're not wines. I call them a syrup. They're like a limoncello. They're, they're stout wines. They're, they're, they're high gravity liqueurs. Liqueurs? Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd call them like I a would these, call it, these come from the backwoods of New Hampshire as well, right? Here you go. Uh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. That's pineapple. Have you had limoncello before? I, I have. This is yeah. raisin. Limoncello, and raisin. So what's, and so, pistachio. So what's the base of pistachio. this? Pistachio. Yes. And Jesus. they are... Because I have a feeling. Because I'm gonna you, mess it up, but there's a he makes wine. Yeah. That's what he does. Yeah. Right. It's a byproduct of wine. That's gotta be an alcohol. It's a syrup. It seems more like a syrup. I'm not sure there's a byproduct. It's not really a byproduct of making wine. CO2. Uh, tails. We can no. call it a byproduct, no. I guess. Tonight, for today's purposes, we're calling it a byproduct. I don't know. I have to get you more info. No, because usually wine, it's, it's basically you're taking your grapes, what have you, fermenting it, bottling it. There's not much, you're not distilling it. So there's no. So, is he so taking, this, this, this is definitely distilled. Yeah, you yeah. can taste you it. You can distilled, taste it. Distilled, isn't it? So it's not, a, it's not a wine byproduct. The flavored distillates is what I would yes, say. Yes, it's, it's it's, but they're very. They're it's a flavored high, distillate. And they're heavily sweetened, so I would say it's more like a liqueur. Yeah. They're very, they're very good. Yeah, more like. I'll, I'll tell you what. We go, I tasted the pineapple. The pineapple is very pineapple and very sweet. The pistachio yeah. tastes like a freaking pistachio. That's the one you're about to drink there. Yeah, it tastes like a pistachio ice cream. That's what it reminded me of. Sweet. His face. Got that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you like the pineapple. <laughs> pineapple sweet, but the pistachio is like. <laughs> it tastes it, to me. It tastes like a pistachio. Yeah, but way sweeter. Yeah. Way sweeter, yeah. yes. That's yes, why yes. I said, like a well, pistachio ice cream. I've never tasted anything that was artificially as pistachio as that. <laughs> right. Pistachio. But it's not I'm artificial, sorry, though, like, is it? No, that's I'll just, have to find out. I don't that, know. That's, that's the most pistachio flavor I've ever tasted. It's very pistachio. Yeah. yeah it, it, but very know. sweet, which is weird. It reminds me of pistachio I mean, ice cream. I can see that. Yeah. It's the most pistachio flavor I've ever tasted. Yeah. But without the saltiness. Because pistachio, right. I it's expect it's salty. Yeah, and then you, you get pistachio saltiness. with sweet instead of salty. It wasn't bad. Yeah, they're, they're, all, they're all very good liqueurs. No, they're very good. Yeah. I just don't know what they are. I'll find Tomorrow. out. Tomorrow. I'll find out for you next can't, time. You can't bring stuff to us and not uh, have the info, yeah. man. How many, how many pistachios did he put in here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he told me everything. It was a long drive back. A long drive back. I might have had too much to drink that night. <laughs> if this was a motorcycle, you know, you'd be able to tell us it about always it. Happens. How many cc's? <laughs> yeah, how many cc's? Like the biggest problem you know, is how, how many much? cc's of pistachio did he put into this? Yeah. I think the biggest issue is how much we had to drink before we even started the podcast. No, I didn't know that from the No, it's it's very good. Very interesting, but that, that yeah. is very pistachio. Pistachio. And the color is incredible, too. It's like a... It is a very... It's a ghost. Pistachio color. Pistachio <laughs> color, yes. That's it's where I was going with that. We have, a, we have a bright yellow for the pineapple. And what's the next one? Raisin. 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 Brett really liked that raisin. He really did. I'm not a big raisin Brett, fan, Brett so for me, it. that one's not for me. But it's just because I don't like raisin. Yeah, I like sweet, though. And this is really, like, limoncello has that kind of So that's why you don't like it much. in my spirits, huh? I drink that. <laughs> Put some sugar in it. Put a little sugar in it. Yeah, that's all I need. <laughs> it's made from sugar, though, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, <laughs> as, he, as he drinks more of the pistachio. Well, put some more back in it. <laughs> that's right. Keep it coming. No, those are good. Don't, don't distill it all off. That's very, uh, those are very super sweet. Sweet. Yeah. 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 Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't drink a glass of this. I mean, oh, this you is could. Just, this is just 
It's a, it's a cordial. It's yeah, like a little. Drink, drink a little bit yeah. after dinner. So, yeah, it's yeah. definitely a digestif, yeah. so to speak. If I, I, if I was. Si, senor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was the same. No. Uh, I have no clue what y'all just said. It's all good. Morrow didn't either. He just no. made it up. Yeah, I got you. Dora. 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 Dora, Dora, Dora the Explorer. Yeah. I do know who that is. Uh, I have four I kids. I should. Oh, man. DJSD. That's after after dinner drink, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. I think I learned that from, like, I don't know, Sopranos or something. Aperitif. Aperitif. Sounds like a soprano term. Aperitif. Aper, aper, no. Yeah. Digestif is after. Yeah. Aperitif is before. Okay. Before dinner, after dinner. It's good to know. At least I, that's what we're going with. Good. Nobody's checking us, right? Yeah. No, we have no fact checkers. I'll take <laughs> beers on both sides. The uh, yeah. listener will tell us, right? I guess. They never <laughs> send me any messages, but we get, we get a lot of listeners, but none of them give me feedback, so it's always a good thing. Oh, okay. It's cool. I they just, must like everything. I just assume there was one we, listener. We appreciate it less. <laughs> yeah. We have uh, 1,700 listeners in 13 countries and all 50 states. But nice. none of them ever give me any feedback. Yeah, send us your address. We'll send you a little state tips. There. That just means you're, yeah. that means you're doing it right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know what you're doing. What's really funny is our second biggest the listener biggest market is Ireland. And we've asked them to reach out to us so we could send them stuff. And they still have not done that. So. Yeah. And our cat has... We can put uh, a little care package hi. together. Is this Tom? It is Tom. 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 The one and only... The one and only... To to oh, the, no. The world famous Tom. Oh, uh, well, he just... Tom's uh, pressing buttons on the computer. He Tom is pressing buttons, and I'm not sure what he did. Are we still alive? Are we still yeah, going? Yeah, we're still going. That Tom. was the most pistachio flavor ever. <laughs> it's very pistachio. Oh, so Ireland, if uh, you are still listening, uh, please message us. On Facebook, Instagram, or uh, anywhere, anywhere you may find us. Um, we'll send you some merch. We'll send you a care package. Yes. Easiest place to find us is Blue Collar Social Club on podcast, or wherever that is. Uh, yeah. Wherever free podcasts are sold. Right. Spotify, Anchor, all those good places. Nice. Blue Collar dot something Gmail something. <laughs> good that he knows the uh, yeah. the proper place. Exact address. Yeah. <laughs> exact, exact address. <laughs> yeah. Blue Collar Social Club Podcast on Facebook. It's just that easy. Yes. Blue yeah. Collar Social Club Podcast on Facebook. That is where you find us. That's the easiest place to message me. I will find it there. If you message us there. Anything new at the barbershop? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, uh, should we preface this? Yeah. Parking. <laughs> so, uh, if y'all wanted to know, uh, parking enforcement decided to come by the barbershop uh, yesterday. We got, we found out that Daytona Beach has hired a new uh, parking enforcement, and they decided to come by the barbershop and tell us all six of our parking spots on the east side of the building, which is the only parking we have, are all illegal, because I guess they stick over the side. There, the sidewalk is supposedly a part of our parking lot, which makes our parking lot illegal according to parking enforcement which is a separate entity from the city it is a outside sourced subcontractor so uh we got in a fight with them and uh, had to call like the city a, like manager a, like a real fight like a physical fight, fight? Uh, say, Who won? well it was more <laughs> of a war of words war of word vocal confrontation mm. which the guy felt really bad for the dude just trying to do his job because he is just you know subcontracted the by the city and you don't shoot the messenger but we definitely did yesterday and uh, so after talking to the city manager of Daytona we got that settled and they're going to let us continue to use our parking lot well that's good that mm. <laughs> that we so much need because yeah, sure. the only reason we even moved into the new location was for the six parking. parking spots because the old location only had two parking spots out front which were owned by the city and anybody could park there uh, even if they were going to the beach so they didn't have to be coming into the parking gotcha. they didn't even have to come into the barbershop to use those parking spots so we moved to the new location which had six parking spots which was really frustrating when the city's parking enforcement people come in and tell you we're no longer allowed to use them so the city manager, luckily, come to his senses and uh, called parking enforcement people and fixed that problem. Good. That is good. And yeah. the good news tonight. I was about to say, some good week, news. The good news this week is that 
Bike Week is actually approved in Daytona Beach. It is. Yeah, so uh, we're bike not. Week's on. We are not sure on what the conditions Holy are. Hill bike Week's on. Yep. Ormond Bike Week's on. Yeah, so All Bike of Week. County bike is week. on for Bike Week. So the Bike 80th, Week's actually happened. The 80th annual Bike Week is on, which there was a rumor going around that they were going to push this meeting till Friday, which I think was to try to get people not to show up. But uh, it did happen tonight, and it was approved six to one by the city council. We're not sure who the one person was that voted against it, but I feel bad for them because they'll probably be voted out next term. Yeah. But um, that's on them. Daytona, it's Daytona. It's so. Daytona. They probably won't. They probably be. won't. They probably yeah. won't be because you just get to keep your term no yeah. matter what. March is too soon for Santos yeah. Palooza, but we'll have to put that back on the table maybe for October. We're gonna do it. Yeah, let's do yeah, it anyway. Yeah. We're gonna set the stage yeah. up one of these days. Yeah, we it's got coming. a big stage. It's, we're working on it. We, we got, got a low country boat. We're gonna bring people in from Louisiana. Yeah, gonna, you know, we do some crawfish roll yeah. on the main. We gonna have multiple stages. Like, I think we, we can still pull this off. Two stages. I mean, on we're still three. Stage two. Two. We're yeah, still two months two. away. Yeah, it's too soon. Yeah, it's too not soon. too soon. Yeah. No, it is too. Soon. There's the backstage yeah. though too, right? I mean, the secret, super secret stage. Well, you have a back pass, but there's only two stages. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, backstage pass, but there's only two stages. Two stages, gotcha. Yeah. This is this, this is getting big. Yeah, it's gonna be serious. Yeah, it's gonna be much bigger than it was when it first before COVID. was conceptualized. But so we're gonna kick it up like five notches, at least. Right. At least since it got canceled last year because the city decided to pull yeah, the plug Santa's on the, is gonna be the biggest thing I've ever seen. Wasn't it was a COVID issue? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, COVID they canceled issue. it because yeah, of, yeah, it'll it'll be. I was gonna say, I think I was gonna even I bring mean, the I truck out. Like, yeah, you are. I don't want to foreshadow like, you know, super big things, but like, you know, on the level of Woodstock. I was gonna say it's got Woodstock. Yeah, close to Woodstock. It. Yeah, it has Woodstock. Yeah, that's right. yeah. We'll see how we'll see how the economy is next year and leading up to it. But yeah, it's gonna be huge. Be on, be on the lookout. Yeah, I mean the band. It'll band, be like Jimi Hendrix on major, stage yeah. at Woodstock. Huge. We might actually have Jimi Hendrix there. Yeah, we'll yeah. bring him out of Names his grave. Names you haven't even heard of in years. They yeah. might just show up. Janice Chopper might yeah. be there. Yeah. yeah, we will dig up his grave and bring him out, and he will like be rocking out on his left-handed guitar, playing it right-handed. 2022, motherfuckers. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, skipped, we skipped 2021 already. We're done. We uh, had enough already. Yeah. yeah, six days in, and it was already fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with that. I'm done with 2021. Yeah. Oh. It, yeah. It hit hard early. <laughs> not, not, yeah, not my favorite year so far, but... It's been interesting, that's for sure. We'll get through it all. Yep. We always do. And always do. Yeah. And we will have Santa's Palooza. We'll have some events this year between Copper Bottom and Norman Brewing and yeah. you know, Baby Street Barbershop. Yeah. And, uh, so that's good. That means you'll be off for a week. It, it looks like, <laughs> yeah, because we've already said that we're not going to... Uh, and it's sad because... It's tough like, for you to open. It, it really it, is. It sucks because for... For 70 years, the barbershop opened for Bike Week and yep. Biketoberfest, and, it, and it's come to a point where it, it's it's come to a time where we got to end that with the barbershop, and it, it sucks because we've had so much, we've we've had a lot of fun and we we've had good times, but at the new location we get covered up with tents. I mean, and, you're completely and, and it, You don't even know you're there. Doesn't the make sense. No, the fire go marshal. Have, go have fun that week. Yeah. And don't work that week. Yeah, the yeah. fire marshal came in and he really had a big issue with Bike Week last year. Um, he wanted us to shut down last year for Bike Week. Uh, he let us stay open because we're, he comes in. And he, what was the fire marshal's problem? Uh, they they completely—you can't get out. You can—they compl- oh, really? completely block in the front door. Oh, I didn't. There's know only that. one exit, and it's out the back door. And gotcha. even that—that that exit covers up one half of our back door. And I so, see, why, how do they get away with that? Like, how, it's, you, I mean, you're—it's a, a landlord issue. Um, we've yeah. been there a year and a half, and we still don't have a lease on the building. He refuses to sign a lease, and so we have to gotcha. pretty much. We're at the graces of him, and whatever he says. Yeah, so gotcha. um, it, it's looking more and more like we're going to be closing during Bike Week, and it sucks because we we used to have a great time at the oh, old sure. location. We were right there on the street, and Just we were rocking. like, and, and we we're the brightest yeah. like beacon of light. It's kind of like moss to a light, and so the old location we had great stories coming out of that place like every week for Bike Week, and. The last couple, last, last bike week and back, last bike Toberfest were just they, they it wasn't profitable. Mm. There was no reason for us to be open, and it sucks. It kind of like because it was so much fun. And you're completely covered, like yeah, like you, you can't saying. see it. You can't even see it. 
and the fire the fire marshal has a big issue with it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if it's safety like that, then yeah, that yeah. is a problem. I mean, you got to be able to get in and out of the place. Yeah, and the tents just covers up to the point where it's not it's not there's no point in opening. So, yeah. it sucks for us, but uh, it is what it is. It's a week to party. It is a week to party. That's it. Tomorrow's got I some think extra, I might just extra take, space in his shop now. I you may, can just yeah. go set up a chair at Tomorrow's yeah, shop. Yeah, I may yeah. just take the kids yeah. to Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> or ride around. Yeah, bike. Yeah, yeah, get the get yeah. the bike out. Polish the bike yeah. off. Yeah. Get a new motorcycle. I did get oh, a new motorcycle. Oh, yeah. You did? Yeah. yeah, I thought it was. Should I go there? What? <laughs> with how irritated I am with the bike. No, no, no. no okay. No, no, no. I but love my new bike. But it's a good bike. I do love my new bike. It's a 13 Heritage. Um... It's a good bike. It just has some frustrations that I'm having with it. Everything does. And everything does. When you buy a used bike, it's just part of it. Even um, new. Even yeah. new bikes, you have Give things that happen. Harley has yeah, Harley has a bunch of recalls, yeah. but I still love my bike. I mean, it's still... Absolutely. It's really funny. I had Legend out there detailing it the other day, and it really... That, that took off on TikTok. Everybody loved that yeah. video of him out there detailing my bike. It was great. He really was just wiping it down just with a rag after I was done, but... Uh, it's a great bike. No, it's good. Yeah. You know, every bike has their issues. I think it's just a battery. I just need to go buy a good battery, but I really don't want to pay the $124 that they cost Marley. Yeah. So. That is the problem. Nothing's cheap. Nothing's oh. cheap. And if you do buy cheap, then you have the issues then that I have right now. Yeah. So, you know. Can't get but stuck. It, it's good that the city has passed yeah. Bike Week. It's going to happen for Bike Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're not sure. Well, ship. I mean, Biketoberfest. I mean, we'll have all the vaccines. Everybody in the world will be vaccinated by then. Are you getting vaccinated? They used my blood to make it, so I mean, I don't know. Really? Yeah. His in particular? Really? I don't know. Oh. I went and gave him my plasma. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. Mayo Clinic was like, people. "Hey, we appreciate it." Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, it was funny because. Is it me? Is it me? Do you need Are you a immune? I guess. Like, I went to. Uh, so I was supposed to have that heart surgery, which most people on the podcast know. We've talked about that before. Uh, they end up canceling my heart surgery because of COVID, but uh, they did a bunch of blood work on me for the heart surgery, and part of the heart blood work was the uh, antibodies test. So I had the antibodies, and my heart doctor was like, "Were you ever sick?" And I was like, "No." He's like, "Did you have a temperature?" I was like, "No, I just have my allergies, my regular seasonal allergies, which you all give me allergy medicine for." And uh, I mean, I take Allegra every day for it. So, so my my brother and sister in law. Just went and gave blood. Yeah, they had the antibodies. And had the antibodies. They they had, they called yeah. them up and said, "Hey, when when did you guys have COVID? We didn't. Right, yeah, you did. Yeah, they, they didn't have the first no. sniffle all year long. Didn't. They didn't have even. And, and I would. And, and a lot of the symptoms are are allergy type yeah. symptoms. Anyways, I can hardly ever breathe anytime yeah. because I take Allegra every day just so I can. So it's hard. It's hard to tell. I mean, yeah. It's, some people it really affects. Some people not at all. Yeah, he was so. like, "Did you have a temperature?" I was like, "No, I never had a temperature." I was like, I just have a normally allergy symptoms that I take allergy medicine for every day. Yep. So he's like, well, can you go to, and I was at the, I was at the Mayo Clinic at the time. And he's like, Hey, can you go and uh, give some plasma? And I was like, you gonna pay me for it? Cause I mean, I was a college student once. We all know yeah, how, yeah. you know, that's beer money. Yeah. Usually they pay you like 50 to 75 bucks for your plasma. Yeah. Well, obviously the Mayo Clinic does not pay you for your plasma. They just want it for free. So, uh, I went and donated my plasma for free. Uh, so they could they sent it up to the CDC. So good, so. good service. God, God for you. bless you. God yeah, bless you. you did a good. I, I don't good know if they sent it to Pfizer or whatever that other company J and J or whatever you know, Johnson Johnson. I, I don't know who Marina or whoever they sent it to, but they used it whoever for something. It so we're dead to you. Yeah. yeah, we are. We all are. So, I, and I'm not quite sure. Like, do I need to get the now that I have the antibodies? Do I need to get the vaccine? I'm not sure. I don't uh, think so. Someone no. needs to inform no. me on I how that works. Good. But yeah, um, you're good. yeah. You're so, I, speaking of that, I, did you, Justin? Did you hear this? So I, um, somewhere around December twenty seventh, we uh, got a got a letter saying that we were going to owe fourteen thousand dollars to the FDA for the hand sanitizer we made. Yeah, I heard about it on the news. Yeah, good thing didn't make any hands. Right? Yeah, for real. <laughs> I, I mean, not one quarter. So, so here's what happened. So, in order to make hand sanitizer, the FDA said, okay, as long as you, because we started doing it well before the FDA even approved it, but we said, look, we're, people need it, we're going to make it. And uh, the FDA came, finally came down and said, look, okay, you guys can make it, but can, you guys need to at least register as an over-the-counter manufacturer. So, 
We all did. And there was no fee for that. But in the last CARES Act, they restructured the fees for the FDA. Oh, shit. And all of a sudden, there's a $14,060 fee to be an over-the-counter manufacturer. <laughs> he sent a letter saying, I charged $5,000 for this shit. You charged $15,000 Yeah. $15, so we were uh, like, and we gave we gave almost all of it away. Like, you're just yeah. giving it away. Yeah, there so, was there was zero hand sanitizers that went out of your facility. It right. wasn't like a charitable contribution. Exactly. So sick. I was like, are you kidding me right now? So uh, luckily, so on New Year's Eve, I had the news stations and everybody came down to interview us. Like, hey, what are you going to do about this fourteen thousand? I'm like, we were advised not to pay it. Like our our craft distillers association said don't pay it we're going to work on this and as we were doing the interview the woman doing the interview got a call from health and human services saying okay we just worked out a deal 2020 is fine but if you still want to make hand sanitizer in 2021 you're subject to that fourteen thousand dollar fee for 2021 so this was retroactive to 2020 this new fee is for 2021 <laughs> no so we so we all had to de-register with the fda by midnight on the 31st. And we're all finding out about it just a couple of days before that. Yeah. So we all had to deregister by the 31st. Um, otherwise, we were subject to a $14,000 fee for 2021. Yeah, you're like, for, screw that. For making hand sanitizer. So you're out of the hand sanitizer. We're out of the hand sanitizer business, yeah. No more hand sanitizer. No, you know what? It's it's like we were saying, you know, no good deed we'll goes undone, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. or goes unpunished. So it's, it's crazy, man. The logic of Washington, D.C., and uh, it's not just one side. That's what no, pisses me off. It, it, it's like everybody wants to say, oh, I'm right or I'm left. Yeah. It's both sides, both sides are yeah. corrupt as hell. It's like, come on. The world's, yeah. the world's corrupt. These yeah. distillers went out of their way to help people yeah. during a time of need. And you all, all got backdoored them. Holy shit. This is a great idea. This is a great idea. Well, no, what it is. They're going to make some money. We'll take all that money and then some. Well, so it's what I think. Not only all that money, but then some. But I'm going to take a little more. So I'm going to go, I'm going to look differently at it. And I I truly believe that it was a, I don't think it was anything intentional or malicious. Here's what I think happened. I think, so what they told us was that the FDA had lost some of its funding. So they were restructuring the fees to make up for some of the funding that they lost. And I don't think that they anticipated that it was going to affect guys like us. But that's what comes with not reading a bill before yeah. you sign it. Yeah, and that's it. fees. And, and then they the just problem. lost every bit of every one of their hand sanitizer right. makers that was helping them out. So now you get a lot of people now you're gonna get a lot of Chinese and Mexican and all these other hand sanitizers that are coming through. So that's, I've been, I, that's fine. I've been buying it at Sixth Street Sales. I'm sure it's great. I'm <laughs> sure it smells like it smells like tequila. Probably <laughs> <laughs> really, 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 really bad tequila. Could be. It could be. And oh, it's like shit. it's like four dollars a gallon, half gallon. Holy crap, that's cheap. Yeah, yeah, it's like stupid cheap. I, I worry about it. I wonder you if should. <laughs> do you think it's big companies like the Purells and stuff that have enough money to, you know, go go with uh, Congress and? No, I think so. I really think that the, the so the initial fee for doing it, from what I understand, was nothing. I think that they were really were trying to recuperate the funding that they lost by adding more fees. And I, I, I think when they put the fees in, they were thinking of the Purells and the big guys were $14,000, not a big deal. The problem is though, there's also a lot of smaller manufacturers out there, not even distillers. Cause I'll, I'm going to be honest with you. All of us are you happy. Ne- you would never have done it. Right. All of us are happy not fee. to be doing it. Yeah. Um, but there's a there's lot of smaller fee. manufacturers. Like there's a guy out on, on Pinterest who started making hand sanitizer. He's like a sunscreen yeah. manufacturer or something. I had two dozen people call me up and be like, you're going to do it? I'm like, no, I'm not going to nah. do it. And, and you know I'm what? Sorry. And a guy like could him, you, though, could that you do 14, it? Like, is a lot. Yeah, it is. But I'm like, can, they're like, can you do it? I'm like, yeah, I could do it. But you're going to do it? I'm like, no, I no. can't do it. it. Make beer. I'm set up to make beer. I'm going to make beer. Right. And for me to change what I'm set up to do... You're you're in a different situation. You you would have had to change your setup, and it would have been diff- a little bit more difficult. For yeah, me, yours wasn't. A I'm far set stretch. up. For it. 
Yeah, I'm set at up all, for but it. like the same token, it's like no problem, I'll do it because I'm kind of set up for it. But the same token, now they're like, we're gonna punish you after the fact. Yeah, and that was the thanks, thing. Thanks for doing it. And that's the thing is, after Here, the fact. here's your punishment. Yeah, it's, it's that's the problem is just after the fact. We changed the laws after the fact. Yeah, when we were doing it, there was no issue with it at all. Everybody Welcome was grateful America. for it. Oh yeah. Now all of a sudden, the you know the last week of the year, they're like, oh yeah, for 2020, you owe us. Like whoa whoa wait a second, and when we and when everybody called, they're like oh yeah no you guys owe it you guys have to pay this, and then luckily there was enough news news and press and people like we have a good lobbying group that that'll we did yeah and that was the thing we had our our, for the national level because this was a national problem it wasn't a Florida thing yeah so luckily luckily they came down and uh, fixed it but I mean thanks thanks for that. Here you go. Here. Yeah, yeah, here's your punishment. Yeah, thanks for that. Thanks for doing some good. Here's your punishment. And I, I think people people really do have short memories sometimes because I don't think people really remember that back when we started making it, you literally could not get it anywhere. Yeah, you couldn't get toilet paper or hand sanitizer. Or alcohol. Any store. Or yeah. even just regular alcohol. Yeah, ice purple was sold out. I mean, we there was, there was such a shortage of it, we sent it out to an aircraft carrier, the Secret Service, every police force in town got it i mean and not even in town in the state so it's like we were doing it because it was a, there was a need for it and then you helped us out we had we yeah. needed it for a lab I mean, you gave, yeah we you, needed it at the barbershop yeah. we had you were able to give me a gallon yeah of clean alcohol for my and that's lab. the problem so if we did that i mean and now all of a sudden it's like oh thanks for that but here you go and that's it's kind of messed up but like i said i'm glad it i'm glad it was rectified and i'm glad we don't have to worry about it now but yeah it was uh so, long story short, it opens your eyes. We're out of the hand sanitizer business. We're glad you are. Yeah, me too. By glad the way. back to the room. Jeez, get yeah. me back to the good I stuff. I like your rum better. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Tastes to a lot be better. Honest, <laughs> I enjoy it much more. I kind of feel like I had some like uh, side effects from drinking yeah. hand sanitizer. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> when I switched from your rum to your hand sanitizer, I kind so of, much different. It's uh, kind of rough. Give me a stomach ache. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> it clearly says do not drink outside the bottle. <laughs> yeah. Even though Ken would go over there and sniff it on a daily basis and be like, man, I could drink this. I was like, I highly advise you not to. Yeah. <laughs> but luckily that's all taken care of, so we're good now. Oh, yeah. man. But. Well, happy 2021, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. 2021 is and here. And there's the E. <laughs> yeah. I think I added that in there yeah, earlier. I think we started... We did start with you. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I thought there was a certain level of profanity you had to get to. Uh, well, we, we're we, there. We definitely there? met it yeah. now. All right, well. I, I put the E on every single one of our episodes. That's a good idea, anyway. Just because it, uh, it always gets there. That's a good idea, anyway. Yeah. We made it through 2020. God, we're Back all still alive. We're still alive. Yeah. New Hang, hanging on. Hanging on, baby. A new president that was inaugurated Nobody's today. Nobody's declared martial law yet. No. Nobody had to be drug out of the White House? Uh, no, everybody left on their own terms. You know what's everybody great about America? It, 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 here's what's great about America is we don't have the bullshit yeah, that happens. You know, Mara? <laughs> yeah? Look at Mara. He's just giggling over there. Uh, Mara's just like, I've had enough. I'm just going to giggle. Driving up three kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big boy style, man. But that's what's great about America is we can have a peaceful exchange of power with no... Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. And I was scared that we wouldn't, but we did. Yeah. So, I'm happy today. So, my... America prevailed. Yes, but my only, my only issue with that is... The American democracy. No president, nobody should be afraid of any president that comes through. Because at the end of the day, the power really is with us. Yeah. So there really is no transfer of power. It's transfer of one president to the next. Right. We, we, technically, supposedly, we're the ones who we really have the power. power. Right. Yeah. So that's the way I like to look at it. I mean, if somebody gets in on a like or doesn't get in, whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, we're the ones still in control of it. Yeah. We're the ones with the power. At the end of the day, if, if this guy we, screws up tomorrow, we can have him out. Perfect. Theoretically. And the, yeah, and the big thing is, is it's America. It's, it's not... A lot of people We're look not at China the, yet. Yeah, and <laughs> a lot of people look at the president as a figure. He's a figurehead. Yeah, he, he, the most of the power in America is held in Congress and the Senate and in the Supreme Court. 
the president has very little power compared to the other two branches. There's three branches to government, and, and a guy that's in there for four years has way less power than the people that are in there for their whole life, the, the, the Supreme Court, and the other people that are in there for almost their whole life, 30 to 40 years, the Senate and the, the House. And so if we, if we bitch about the guy that's in there for four to eight years, that's just stupid because it's really the people that are in there for their whole life or 40 to 50 years, which is the Senate and the House. So that's my whole take on the whole situation, and that's all I'll say about it. But <laughs> Not to draw it out, though, but do you feel like the people in the Senate and Congress have your best interests at stake? Probably not. I don't. I don't. We realized, I think after this term, we realized how... Some. Very few. So yeah. I agree with you. And the I reason have, I the reason I say that is, and I'll say this: I've lost faith in Mike, Michael Waltz. I mean, I voted for him, but after mm-hmm. what's happened over the past couple of weeks, I've lost faith in him. And I think at first, I, even having conversations with him one on one, I lost a little bit of faith in him. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought his integrity was a lot higher than what it what it ended up being at the end. So I mean, yeah, that's just my, my take on it. My my take is is that there needs to be term. Yeah, term limits need to happen. Because I don't care what side you're on. No. The longer you're there, the more corrupt you are and the more in- indebted you are to more people. Yeah, lobbyists win every single day. There's no reason to have somebody in any 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 Career office for 40, 50 years. No. It was never meant to be that. That was it not, was, it, this not is, It's a public service that was supposed to be a service, mm-hmm. not a career. And it doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican. No, they're both Whether corrupt. it was Mitch McConnell in for 30 years or Chuck Schumer in for 30 years, yeah. that's still a problem. No, it's, it's a problem on either side, yeah. and, and it doesn't matter. If, it, if you're there for any length of time, you've... You, you're indebted yeah. to somebody, and you're in somebody's pocket. And I heard this and good argument. I, I understand the fact that a congressman needs to be in there longer than a senate or congressman needs to be longer than eight years. I, I get that problem. I get that point. I get I don't that think tw- they need to be. I, if they I, suck, they suck. They well, need to get out. Yeah, and, that, and that's our job to vote them out. Yeah. And I think what happened was, is in the older generation, they just they voted for the the evil that they knew instead of the evil that they didn't know, and so. You know, they, they felt like, well, I know this guy, and he's been in there, and he's not doing a terrible job. He hasn't killed us yet, so let's just vote for him again. Well, okay, so here's the statistic I— Which is a terrible idea. It is, but the, the statistic I read or I heard about, the biggest issue is the approval rating for Congress in general is very low. It's like right. super, super low percentage of approval rating. The problem is, though— most people's approval rating for their congressperson yeah. is very high, right? And that's the problem: is it's everybody else is everybody else's congressperson is the problem, not your own. Right. And so the overall approval rating is very high or very low. Your your own congresspersons, you know, and I say Congress and House and Senate is yeah. usually very high. And that's the problem: is if if you think that everybody else is the problem, right. then you probably are the problem. And we have this theory, so. Back in West Virginia, we don't have term limits for mayors. So my uncle was mayor of Sarita, West Virginia for 30 years. Me and him have the same initials. A lot of time on a ballot in West Virginia, you don't get a full name. It will have their first initial and their last name, unless the two people have the same name, same last name, and then you'll get it. It'll be different. So you've been mayor for like 30 years up there. The issue, so what happened was, is, and this is a really funny situation. In 2007, he decided to retire. Well, everybody was joking and trying to get me to run because me and him have the same initials. If I would have ran that year, probably would have won. They have a feeling that I would have won. And nobody would have known. At the time, I was like 22 years old. You missed and, it. That was your and career, I was like, your, I am not in politics, man. You and, couldn't have been. You like, to worry about cutting hair all day long. <laughs> I did. I said, I'm not going to run. I'm not doing this because we we had a. You could have been a career I, politician, and it would have happened. I would have ran, and the people in that town of Cerrito, in that city of Cerrito, West Virginia, are so used to voting that name. for M. Napier, Moe's Napier. When they seen M. Napier, Michael Napier, on the ballot, they would have just voted for it, not not thinking about the fact that he retired last year. Why did he pass it up? I'm about to say, yeah. and you're, he could have been the puppet master yeah, for you, man. He could have been just up. pulling your strings, man. That was a mistake. That was a mistake. Yeah. All right, there we there we quiet. So. Michael's it's not a full-time fire. position, okay? Unlike the city of Huntington, which is the bigger city, 
which is a full-time position. Their mayor gets paid $100,000 a year. It's a full-time position. He gets it's a stepping stone, man. It's a stepping stone. Well, <laughs> now, you're, now you're going for, yeah, he's, for he's, state he's senate. Off, now you're going for U.S. senate. Now you're, you, I'll I tell mean, you what. We could have been voting for you. The we could have been voting for you on I'll, the third, man. I'll tell you what. The 22-year-old me had a lot more brains than the 33-year-old me because I, I tell you what. At, at 33, I probably wouldn't do it. I'd probably do it. But at 22, I was like, I'm a fucking retard. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all want me as your mayor? So that would be terrible. That would be terrible. <laughs> really, I was just way too like... I was like, no, I don't want to do that. God, that's an actual job. I'm a sheriff's deputy right now. I don't have an actual job. Yeah, I fucking it is. do nothing all day. It can be an issue, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was crazy, though. People just voted him in for like 30 years because he's a good guy. You well, liked him. Yeah. Somebody's going to do it. But term limits do need to happen. But the problem is, is Congress and Senate both have to vote on it. Yeah, they're not going to vote they're themselves not, out of They're not going to vote themselves out of office. I, I think, too, there's definitely there's a hierarchy in the American race. Right. And as you, you might have started as a senator or a congressman, as a middle-class citizen, but as you move up, yeah. people say they don't forget where they come from. They you do. you start rubbing elbows with a different class, you forget what it was like to be in the lower class or middle class. Well, I also think that they should get rid of especially nowadays they should almost get rid of the house and the senate up in dc you should be state you should be officed in your district as he's got he's like likes that pistachio huh you should be you should be your office should be in your district and you should be beholden to the people in your district you can at, at right now this day and age you can vote over the phone, you can vote over the internet, you can vote yeah. however you need to. You don't need to be in that chamber 90% of the time because most of those people live in DC nowadays for the most part and they, never make it, and they never make it back to their own district. Yeah. And I'll, 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 and I'll yeah. tell you this. That's true too. We, we, <laughs> lost, we lost one of the greatest congressmen that probably was ever in Congress a few years back because he took a position in the uh, West Virginia State uh, Supreme Court and, and that was Evan Jenkins. Uh, Evan Jenkins and my dad went to high school together, and when I had my barber shop back in West Virginia, Evan Jenkins for his he was in he was in Congress for uh, I think twelve years. Okay, this is a guy that so he came and got a haircut once a month, and once a month he didn't come in there with Secret Service, he didn't come in there with any guards, he came in the barber shop and he didn't ask for an appointment. This guy came in the barber shop, he sat down in the barber shop. This is a U.S. congressman. Yeah. Came in the barbershop, and he would sit down in the waiting area. And he would wait his turn just like everybody else. But he wouldn't just wait his turn. While he was in the barbershop, he would talk to every single person on a Saturday morning that was in that barbershop. That's the best way to do it. And he would ask them what he needed to do. And, and what's really crazy is to think that this is a guy that didn't have to do that. If Evan Jenkins called me up and wanted a private appointment to get a haircut, I probably would have done it. Yeah. I've known the guy since I was born because him and my dad went to high school together. They were best friends. And, and he didn't have to do that, but he would. He would come in the barbershop on a Saturday morning once a month, and he would talk to everybody in there. There's a bill that went through the house back in 2017. It was the um, – my brain just went completely blank. It was the, um, the trade worker. It was an act for the trade workers because we were having an issue with um, kids going to um, – Trade schools. Mm-hmm. It was a trade school. It was called the Trade Schools Act. And my dad and Senator Jenkins sat down in the barbershop, in my barbershop in 8th Street Barbershop in Huntington, West Virginia, and sat down. The framework of that that bill was actually created in our barbershop hmm. in Huntington, West Virginia, in the 8th Street Barbershop. And um, because my dad at the time was at, working for West Virginia School Board, and he was over top of the trade schools because we needed more tradesmen. And um, we were losing electricians, and we were losing mechanics, and we were losing plumbers and um, AC techs and mm-hmm. electricians and things like that. Um, the average age for a, for a tradesman was up to 55 years old. And, and for a tradesman being 50, the average age of a tradesman being 55 years old is an issue yeah. because most of them were at a retirement age and there wasn't a younger generation going into the over. trades. And if Evan Jenkins wouldn't come into the barbershop and sit down and talk to everybody on a regular basis, that trades bill wouldn't have went through the U.S. House and got passed. And what that did was allow more money to go back to the uh, trade schools in each state. And so that allowed more 
kids coming out of high school to go to the trade schools on uh, scholarships. So uh, more congressmen at the U.S. national level at, in Washington, D.C. need to go back to their district and take a lesson from Evan Jenkins and go back to their districts and actually talk to people that are in their districts and realize what their districts need. Yeah. You know, that, that's my whole thing on this whole thing is that they've lost touch with their actual base. Yeah, no, yeah because true. they're our voice in Washington. We yeah. vote them in and we send them there to be our representative and our yeah. voice at the national level. And see, that's my point. I'm not even sure we should send them to Washington at all. They should be, they should be in their district yeah, permanently. From their district into yeah. a national yeah they don't need to yeah. they don't need to go to dc to yeah. do their job they could no. they could stay in their office in their district we're getting kids to go to school through zoom right yeah as about to say at this point you can literally do anything live in their district and vote from their district into right yeah. you can mail in vote you can do all these things from out of that technology so you, you've got the technology for it you there's no no reason yeah. that you can't do that and you should be able. They, those guys should need to to stay in their districts and. It's like spend Mitch McConnell. Time. When's the last time Mitch McConnell went back to Eastern Kentucky? I mean, I was a sheriff's deputy in Eastern Kentucky, and, and the only time Mitch McConnell Mitch goes McConnell's back. From Kentucky, I thought yeah. Washington. No, no, he's, he's from Kentucky. he's from Kentucky. Oh. The last time I seen Washington Mitch McConnell in Kentucky was when I was working security detail for him during a an election year. Yeah. He he doesn't spend time in Eastern Kentucky, which is his district. But you know who does spend time in Kentucky? No, he's not from Washington D.C. He has a house in Washington D.C. I'm sure he doesn't even stay there. Yeah, Yeah. but you know who does go back to Kentucky is Rand Paul. Yeah. When Rand Paul is not in the Senate, Rand Paul actually goes back to Kentucky, and for free does eye surgeries on people less for on less fortunate and people on you know welfare and uh, people that are on Medicare. Uh, the elderly, he does uh, free eye surgeries for people during his time off at Senate during recess. That's he goes back him. and does free free uh, surgeries in in his district in Western Kentucky. So Mitch McConnell does Eastern Kentucky, Rand Paul does uh, Western Kentucky, and two different guys. Yeah. It, so it's crazy. Same party. So two we do. Guys. Yeah, same party, same Senate, and it's crazy because you have um, the congressman from Eastern Kentucky, Massey. Who also does the same thing? He goes back to Eastern Kentucky. He does a similar similar situation to uh, Evan Jenkins. He goes back to his district and he actually figures out what needs to be done. And uh, you see, he goes back to Congress and he actually does his job. Yeah. So you have good people in Congress, like Jenkins and Massey and Rand Paul. But then you also have your corrupt politicians who go there and spend thirty years doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. So it's crazy. So for every like two or three that we can name that do a good job, you have five or six that have been bought out by lobbyists. Yeah. It's too bad. It is too bad. But you know what we do have that makes it all better? Booze, rum, and good old beer. Rock and roll. <laughs> Rock and roll. <laughs> bikes. We forgot the bikes. I like bikes. We don't have bikes anymore, do we? <laughs> What's up? I we got a new bike. Stuff. 2013 Red, White, and Blue CBR. 3,000 miles. Really? Yeah. 3, CBR. Miles. Yeah. Who drove that? CBR 1,000. Coming in this week. 1,000. 2013. That means at the time that it was made, I was working at the Route 60 Cycles, which was a Honda shop. I sold one of those brand new. Red, white, and blue. Beautiful bikes. They also made it in a 600. CBR 600 and a CBR 1000. Both of them were red, white, and blue that year. Yep. Check it out online as soon as I get it. I worked for the Route 60 Cycles for too long to know that. (laughs) That doesn't seem like a family bike. Oh, it no! It, it won't be a bike for you. No, you really need it a is. Euro I needed the Euro. <laughs> that you was your bike. You already found your bike. That bike your is bike fast. Got sold. My bike got real sold. fast. Your bike got sold. <laughs> I'll get another one when you're ready. Once your pool's hey. built. I know. I got to get the backyard done first. Okay. It's the backyard's hey. done. Maybe I'll. All right. Maybe the wife will let me. I'll Put tell you up. what, guys. You all have provided a bunch of great uh, beer and um, liqueur. Booze, booze for us this week, and uh, it's good to have you. Again. It's it's good great to. Uh, our next episode will be from the uh, Stoke Poke. Eric donated us a bunch of uh, Poke Balls tonight, and we are going to go down to his new location. He just opened up his. Uh, you guys know him from the uh, food trucking. We we used to do an episode called uh, Food Trucking with Eric, 
And uh, he is too busy to do that now because he just opened up his new brick and mortar. And so we are going to go down there and um, do an episode from his new location. So our next Bikes, Brews, and Booze episode in February will be from the Stoke Poke in Port Orange. It was good to be here at uh, Ormond Brewery this month. (laughs) You can tell when we're at Ormond Brewery because it means that we're way more drunk than we are when we go to Copper Bottom. I think think because when we do the Copper Bottom episodes, when we do the Copper Bottoms episodes, it seems like we're there during the day, and uh, we all, you know, we're here at Ormond. A little better during the day. Yeah, we we act better during the day. We behave. Yes. But uh, we are more drunk. Until next time, you all have a great one. Cheers. 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 Skull. I'd like to thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the Blue Collar Social Club podcast. If you all would like to make a suggestion for next week's episode, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Also, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash Club and hit the support tab, and it'll take you to where you can make a monthly donation to the podcast. Any donation made to the podcast would be greatly appreciated, due to the fact it does take a lot of effort and time to put these podcast episodes out there for you guys. Again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and supporting us. And remember, you guys have a great week.